Hey, before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our incredible sponsors. First off, we got High Bank Distillery. If you have yet to check these guys out, I don't know what you're doing. They are a local distillery right here in Columbus, Ohio. They distill their own spirits. We're talking about whiskey, gin, vodka, rum. You name it, they got it. And also, they have an incredible food menu. You should probably check that out as well. Uh, They're located right there in Grandview, Ohio, right across from the Grandview Yard. And uh, not only are they local, but they are award-winning nationally. And not just some, like, stupid made-up competitions. We're talking about legit whiskey, um, bourbon, spirit competitions that get recognized internationally and nationally. High Bank Distillery right here, doing shit big time. You love to see it. Highbankco.com for more details. And while you're after you're done with highbankco.com, or even before you go to highbankco.com, while you're on those interwebs, check out Jennings Java. Uh, amazing coffee guys over there in downtown Columbus. Best coffee in the city. It's really not close. I drink it every day on my way to work. It really just gets my juices flowing. Really grinds your gears, you know? Really grinds my beans. Your uh, coffee beans. That's correct. There you or go. Or your Jake beans. Or R.I.P. R- R- Jake bean. R.I.P. Uh, JenningsJava.com. Check out our own roast. We have Cannon Powder. Cannon Powder! Uh, every time... Ugh. I went to the game last night, and my voice is still kind of gone a little bit. Yeah, it was a pretty r- raucous crowd. JenningsJava.com. Check them out. We also kind of have merch. We kind of have merch. We still have things. Um, we're, we actually have a meeting with our company, merch company, coming up here soon. So we're going to be fully restocked, fully new designed, everything coming up here. But uh, we do still have stuff. So ShopTheArtillery.com. Check them out. Check us out there. <laughs> Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome to the podcast, episode 203. Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was great. You guys both said hi at the same time. I'm Kyle. I was trying to beat him. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. Welcome to the podcast. Warren is dead, not here once again. Um, he made it two weeks in a row. I was very proud of him, and now he's no longer here again. Yeah, man, I just don't get it either. Yeah. yeah. Source? It's two weeks on, uh, three weeks off. That's how he does it. That's fine. <laughs> you know, the man... He sticks by a schedule, and he he's never you know, like he's he's loyal. Anyways, uh, welcome to the podcast two hundred three. Uh, we got lots to talk about th- on this episode, and we might as well just get right into it. You know, what do you say? Okay. All I'm hearing is that you are uh, three episodes late on getting tattoos. Mm. Oh, we are, aren't we? Yeah. Did you buy those? I did. You did? Yeah. I oh, told shit. you I did. Well, we got to do a little special episode. <laughs> me yeah. tattooing your booty hole. Well, it's happening. Let's go. Not necessarily. Spe- not well. necessarily, we're not tattooing the booty hoe, tattooing the butt cheek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought my booty hole was going to be the A. Yeah. In artillery. I thought it was going to be the That's opening the of the cannon. There's no O in artillery. Oh, you're right. <laughs> 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 I was more so thinking. I want a portrait of Jordan's face on my ass, and the, my asshole is his mouth. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds. Absolutely horrifying. <laughs> so when he sticks his own... All right, let's okay. Just, all right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, oh. 
now that we've lost every single person <laughs> listening to this episode. Hey, welcome into the Artillery yeah, welcome Podcast. Welcome into our podcast. So, uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, a lot of exciting things in the Blue Jackets world. And um, we'll just start off quickly by going over a couple games. We I really want to hone in on the old Leafs game because that was a thing of beauty. Well, let's start. Let's start with the Thursday game. That's what I was going to do. So right. we're going to start with uh, the Jackets versus the Blackhawks. Right. Uh, 7-4 win in Chicago. First time we've seen Seth Jones on the ice in another uniform. That it was. Uh, he was supposed to play in Columbus, but then he got COVID. He got but COVID. He didn't get COVID. Yeah. Uh, all that bullshit. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see Seth Jones. I don't have any hatred towards Seth Jones. I like I liked Jonesy. Um, so it was good to see him, and it was even better that we got a 7 to four dub. Amy Jones liked him. one of my tweets last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Last night, yeah. About Peak being one of the best defensemen on this team. She liked that tweet. Yeah, she Peak has agree. definitely. Uh, but anyways, the yeah. Seth Cox Jones game. got negative two that game. Yeah, he had a. You do love to see that. He had a goal, not goal, it against us. Uh, that it hit both posts and bounced out, and everybody thought it was in. Yeah. Even the people that watched the replays thought it was in, but it was not. So suck a bag of dick, Seth Jones. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yes, if you would like to do that, Seth Jones, that is your prerogative. Just kidding. We still like um, you here, kind of. Yeah, no, we like you here. But, yeah, I have nothing against But we him. are not mad about your negative two rating. That We're game. not. So, yeah, no. you don't play for the team anymore, so we don't really care about your stats anymore. We're also not mad that Boquist is having a better season than him right now. Yeah, 10 goals now Ouch. for Boquist. We're going to talk about that here shortly. Uh, Patrick Line got the hat trick. We call him now Patty Hattie. First, the Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Line. Dude's hot, and we're going to talk about that, too, a little later. Don't want to get into it just yet, because this is pretty much going to be a whole Patrick Line podcast. Was it, Was it? Uh, I don't remember much of the Chicago game. Was it uh, Hattrick against Chicago or Buffalo? It was Chicago. Versus Chicago. It was Chicago. He didn't score against Buffalo, but he got two assists. Two assists. He's, the boy is has 20 points in 10 games. That's just Tyler came prepared today, and I like it. You got your little little iPad prop. I'm actually up. just watching the Michigan basketball oh. game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had like I could have. I thought you had like little stats over there. No, ready no, no. Go. Minus Juwan Howard's no. bitch slapping All right. Yeah, well, Juwan really, Howard's not on the on the court today. You really had me fooled, but it's okay. But no, it's all in my head. Oh, so okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So just, I'm still prepared. That's good. You studied. Exactly. Got you. Uh, all right. So moving on, the Jackets played the Buffalo Sabres at Nationwide Arena. Our Sell biggest out. rival. Our biggest rival, according to oh, yeah. uh, yeah. it, according to ESPN, or who was that according to? Wednesday uh, night rivalry. It That's was right. Wednesday night rivalry nights. Yeah, that was <laughs> NBC, NBC, baby. Yeah, it was NBC. Uh, <laughs> NBC did that once, and then they're like, "All right, yeah, we can't, we better be, just we sell can't all do this. NHL anymore. We better just sell all this <laughs> ESPN. We really fucked that one up." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Buffalo Sabres inside Nationwide Arena sellout crowd on a Sunday. Uh, over capacity. It was a 101%. Would you love to see that inside Nationwide Arena? They got the 7 3 dub as they should because honestly, any team should be probably be beating Buffalo. That um, is the, something that I've noticed with these guys. Seven goals. First of all, we're 13th in the league right now in goals for, uh, which is insane. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, 13th that's, is that's good. That's pretty wild. But if you look at the scoring on this team, I mean, it makes sense. With that, that top line we have running right now, Jenner. Who said that at the beginning, at the beginning of the season? And Borchek I said and Line A. I said you're going to have Line A and Borchek on the same line. These guys are going to put up goals, and they're putting up goals. Yeah. They're putting up well, points. Line A's putting up well, goals. Well, yeah, they're putting up points at collectively. At a historical um, rate. I said yeah. Voracek was going to get over 60 assists. 
He's on his way. Yeah, he's Honestly, got a lot of work could. to do. He's only halfway there, and he needs it's, uh, 25, th- 27 what? more assists. Yeah, and we're only at the halfway point of the season. They've played 50 games. Exactly. Okay. The math adds up. The math is there, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know if you are just stupid. Yeah, but the math the math adds up. Yeah, but, you are uh, not. You are in the majority if you think <laughs> that I'm stupid. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm lie. Uh, I didn't watch the Buffalo game, so I had nothing to talk about because it was the Daytona 500, and mm. I had to watch that. And by the time the game came on, I was already blacked out and passed out in my bed. Um, so I don't know exactly what happened in the Buffalo game, but I saw 7-3, and I was like, hell yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a good game. I was there, yeah. um, but I made sure to let Jordan know that I was also watching the end of the Daytona 500 on my phone. You were. In the arena. Um, yeah. You know, love that. Because you're... Full in on NASCAR. This Full year. in on NASCAR this year. Telling you, it's NASCAR's back, baby. It is the NASCAR shit. is back, but that's we're not. A but NASCAR that's podcast. not what this podcast yeah. is about. It's uh, not. The game was great. The boys were buzzing. Yeah, they were. They were passing the puck, hitting the sticks, hitting taped, some bodies. Tape to tapers. Tape to tapers. Yeah, that you goal, love to see or it. that puck was in the back of the net wow. most of the night. Great analysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they what we do here couldn't at the be Artillery any more broad. Amazing. <laughs> You sound uh, like you sound like the the Bally Sports Intermission guys. <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> if that's Blue a, Jesus Christ, if that's at the least, bar I'm at, okay. okay. Hey, note. shout out to Jean Luc last night though for um, in front of the pod. Haley uh, got a stick from uh, Gavrikov in pregames. Uh, the usher was being a complete asshole; would not let her take the stick into the section. So Jean Luc held her stick the entire oh, night. Oh, nice guy, Jean Luc. Until, no until yeah, yeah. Was, was he in between the boards or in between the benches? No, he's up there by the cannon. With that's what I thought. But Jesus there was one game that he was in between the benches, so I was. Yeah, so sure. when I think Jody Shelley had he uh, held COVID. it by his desk. Yeah, he kept it at the desk for what the entire guy. game. Yeah, yeah, you. I mean, they do say you can't like even if you buy a hockey stick like at the team shop. You can't even like take it on the stage. I mean, if the player gives it to you, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah what are you supposed to do with it? Leave and go put it in the car? <laughs> Give it back <laughs> to the player? They won't let you back <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, good guy, good guy, Jean Luc. Um, side note about Bali Sports as an app still fucking sucks. Giant dick. Uh, I'm very upset with Bali Sports. They can't figure out their volume levels on the app. Um, it's o- it's either extremely loud or then like it just loses everything and it goes down to like level two volume out of nowhere. Also, the picture like zooms in and out. Half the time it's blurry, and I have incredible internet connection. Like I check the connection to make sure it's not on my end, and it's never on my end. Bali Sports can go die. I hate them with a passion. They're, it's the worst streaming app that I've ever experienced in my entire life, and it's a shame the NHL has any relation to this company at all. I hate it. I agree with everything you're saying, but... I have not experienced the volume or the zooming in or the blurriness once. I've had it all. I it get might it all. be the platform you're watching it on. I, are, are you, you sure when you open TV? the app, your, it's on my Roku your TV. volume is mm. not turned down or no. up? No. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, honest, and honestly, it's never going to get fixed because no. they are not pulling enough money and Like Anytime me. I tweet about it, so maybe you haven't experienced it, but anytime I tweet about it, people always have something to say. They're like, oh, yeah, like this shit's not oh, working today. I mean, it is this isn't working today. I have, to, I have to re-log in like three times during the game. Because Do you know how many people have DM'd me in the last two weeks for your uh, for my website <laughs> that I have yeah. to give out? And it's it works wonderfully. I'm about to I just, gave it to my roommate yesterday. Uh, I'm about yeah. to just yeah. watch, you know, stream illegally like you guys do. I am too, yeah. Uh, it's not a, well, why would you can say I, that word on the uh, Why would you say... What do you do when you Why did you say the I word? I don't know what you're saying. That's not a thing. Stream legally. 
Why um, are you even uh, okay, no, cut it? Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just what do you call your mirror? Can you mirror it from your laptop to the TV? Uh, Absolutely. Okay, uh, that's yeah. what I need to do because I just don't. Yeah, wanna, I, I don't want to watch the. I use cloud play all the time from my phone. Um, too much, but also if you have an internet browser on your Roku TV, which you should. There's not. I don't think. Oh, you well, can download one. I don't think you can. Do on you have Roku. an Xbox? Just use. No. Just, I would just use cloud play from. I'll uh, figure it or out. Or use that PlayStation Four that's sitting in there. I could do that. I'll too. do yeah. some tech research for you. And figure yeah, come it on, out. producer Tyler. I got figure you. it out. Uh, what were we talking about? The only thing he's producing over there is bullshit. What? Wow. Oh. <laughs> God damn. I'm out here just trying to be nice. Uh, These fucking guys. These fucking guys. Anyways, that was my rant on Roke, or on uh, Bali Sports. I hate them. Uh, okay, so let's go on to the Leafs game. Very impressive play by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I, just, I, was, I was excited. I was pumped up for this game because... The Jackets obviously coming off a, a pretty good run of late. I mean, granted, they're beating teams that they should beat. So, you know, coming into the Leafs game, I think a lot of people were probably like, oh, are we actually going to get this done versus the Leafs? I don't know. I disagree. I don't okay. they're not I, I don't think they're beating teams they should beat. They're Chicago, they're, Buffalo. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I mean, we're rebuilding. This is at this to, point in the season, though. At this like, point in the season, they just came off a really have. bad run and we're supposed to. We were predicted to be bottom feeding in the metro. Yeah, we were predicted, but now we know what we kind of have. Yeah, so right. my, my like opinion, Chicago and Montreal. That that's point. supposed to be like even play. It should be. It should have been at the beginning of the season. Yes, but now we know what we have and like the and kind of the level that we are expected to play to at some. Uh, you know, when Florida rolls in, you know, great. Yeah, we lose by nine goals, but we kind of know the level of where we should be at, and that's where I'm kind of saying like we're. I think at this point. We are expected to beat some of these teams. Saying now. rebuilding and all that is non-existent now. We are a above five hundred team. Yeah, and we are going to stay an above five hundred team. Those mm-hmm. teams are not, and Maybe. so those are teams that we should be beating. Sure. So that is, in I think that's a factual statement. Okay. For sure. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. Yeah, but so I would say the Jackets. This is probably the best game I've seen them play this year, and I know we, you know, we beat. Cal or Chicago, Buffalo. We scored seven goals against them recently. Um, you know, we beat Washington recently as well, which is which is very good as too. But to me, this game, they just never. There was never a moment where I saw the Jackets like take their foot off the pedal in this game. Like the intensity was there the entire time, and they matched the Leafs' play from start to finish. And that that's something like I just feel the second period. Not the greatest, but I feel like, for the most part, we, all around we still match the intensity from start to finish, and that's something that I, I, I couldn't say before that game because I think there's been a lot of games throughout this season where we have taken our foot off the gas and we have, you know, we've given up the where we score a goal and then all of a sudden, you know, 10 seconds later, the other team scores a goal and, like, we just... The all-around play was there. And I was so pumped the entire game because I was waiting for the moment for them just to take it off. I was waiting for the moment to, to, for them to give up back-to-back goals to Austin Matthews or something. And it just never happened. Barube. Barube, baby. Barube looked really good. That, that one Austin Matthews goal uh, was pretty ugly. Barube was way out of position on that. Bit on the forehand. Was there a lot he could do, though? Yes, I mean, there was much more he I could. I feel like Barube... Um, on that goal in particular, I don't know. On that goal in particular, he could have done way more. He yeah. really fucked himself on that one. He okay. went way out of position on the forehand and then gave up the backhand wide open net. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, Barube last night. Besides that, I mean, outstanding. Marner had a good pass when he was getting tripped down down low to bunting, and um, that was unbelievable play by Marner. So there's really nothing you could do about that. But um, overall, that's man, the goal I was thinking. I was thinking of the Marner goal, the Marner goal where he got tripped yeah. in the middle, and that he sent that pass across to bunting, and it was just a it was just a I little think that's deflection. What I was of. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing he could have done about that, but. I, yeah, Barube looked phenomenal last night. Um, Andrew Peak is quickly becoming one of the best defensemen on this team. Zach Warinsky has looked really good uh, in the last five, six games. Yeah, props for props is due, man. Yeah, like Z has looked, he's looked he's really looked good. good. Um, and dare I say, he actually even. played a little bit of defense last night. He's been playing defense on yeah. this, in this eight of ten stretch we're on right now. I, I think mean, he's been listening to our podcast. Probably, I yeah, yeah I would say so. Boquist looks. Unreal. I mean, the the kid is what twenty one years old and twenty two years old, and not even that old. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and he looks like he's going to be an absolute oh, fucking dude. stud. His, man. He went coast to coast. Yeah, that goal was it unreal. Was draw to the floor. He has a wonderful shot. No, he, he does. Go, yes, absolutely, he does. Some of those rebounds. Twenty one. He's twenty one. Twenty one years old. Yeah, he's he's very young and he's very good. Uh, I mean, not even just last night, but some of the goals he's had this season uh, of the ten goals he's had. This, yeah. Rebounds where he'll just take a rebound and one time at top shelf. Um, just shit like that, man, has got me excited. Jake Bean is hurt. If you think about the guy, after last night, I was thinking about all the guys on IR. Uh, Quite a bit. Texier is on IR. Uh-huh. Uh, Jake Bean is on IR. Th- those are two of the notable guys. Bemstrom just came off of IR is now with Cleveland. Um, but it's like we're playing like this right now, and it's it's crazy, man. It's just we're like playing with, we're playing with a fourth string goalie as well. But yeah, yeah, that's the crazy thing. We're playing with a fourth string goalie with a fifth string goalie on the bench. Yeah, or like, and like, and we're you know, being Brube, you know, Brube has experience without throughout the league for sure. But like, but he hasn't gotten a win <laughs> or played really in the last three years. I know it's that's insane. insane. Yeah, he's yeah, it's impressive what's happening right now. I think what when I really know the boys are buzzing is honestly. I don't think I get to see this often, but like when I watch Tampa or Edmonton or a team like them, like when they're in the zone and you're like, wait, are we on a power play? And they're genuinely not. It's five on five, and they are just controlling the puck. They're controlling their offense. And there, they're controlling there was a the stint. Zone. Oh in, yeah, in the in the Leafs game, yeah, where they were. It was every bit of like maybe two minutes. Oh yeah, where they were in the Leafs zone. They were because the crowd erupted through. after that. They didn't come away with a goal, but the the when appreciation. Zach went back, yeah, and everyone, yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, yeah, but the appreciation from the crowd was there. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. The crowd was not a sellout last night. I was at the game. The crowd was about 15-5 last night, I think. And it sounded like a sellout. It was unreal last yeah. night. The, the There was a lot of Toronto fans, but you could not tell. Good. A lot of the time, out. A lot of the time when it's, when it's Toronto or Pittsburgh or Detroit, you get the Toronto-Pittsburgh-Detroit chance going around the arena. That did not happen last night. It was nothing Good. but Blue Jackets chance. I... Definitely tried to fight a couple Leafs fans last night, though. I was in my you bag. You try to fight somebody? Never. You're always trying to fight somebody. Fully <laughs> zipped in my duffel, and oh, man. I was flipping guys. I mean, it was just, it was a mess. <laughs> Little Boomer had to grab me a couple times. Well, luckily, <laughs> is he our security again yet? He's or? head of security again. He's yeah. back he's, again. He's okay. always been. I yeah. know he went on a little hiatus for reasons, but he's back. I for a, about a week, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's back. <laughs> Good. Love I will say, I think, I think fifth line fans need to pay attention and hear this. Line A specifically said he wants the atmosphere to stay the same. He does not want this shit to die down. When he was on the bench talking to Jody, 
at the end, he was like, I need the fans to stay like this. Yeah. yeah. Fifth line, we need to fucking go out there. We need to fucking be loud. Well, now we have... For the rest of the fucking season, yeah. so Line A stays. We have that... Well, I don't think... Line A said it, we fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. All right. He also posted two posts on Instagram. Come on! That's, He's showing that he wants that to, to be me here. That to me says, Sign me, Yarmo. I'm here long time, baby. Don't say a damn thing about he who must not be named, Kyle. Don't even, don't even. Ignore mm. it. Go on, Jordan. Okay, we're going on. Uh, all right, so let's just kind of recap the Leafs, Leafs game a little bit. So uh, Line A got things rolling in the <laughs> second with the first goal for the Jackets. That's his 17th of the season. Uh, Boquist going coast to coast for his 10th. You love to see it. Brandon Gaunt's got that breakaway on a bad uh, pass from maybe Toronto. Right. I don't know. Brandon Gaunt, anyways, scored a breakaway, and yeah. then the Spezza goal happened where it, w- it was a high stick yeah. uh, to start the playoff from Toronto, but... If you watch the replay, Warinsky touched it after the high stick, which cancels out the high stick. So I don't want to hear people bitching about the high stick because it was a high stick, but then Warinsky touched it, and then a Toronto player took possession. If Warinsky wouldn't have touched it, that play would have been blown dead. But Warinsky touched the puck next. If that happens, if the opposing team touches the puck after a high stick, it is no longer a high stick. Same with the, with the forward pass with the glove. Same thing. Yeah, no, I don't don't disagree there. So I don't think that's the biggest thing. I don't think that's the biggest takeaway. Obviously, yeah, the high stick was there. Rowinski touched it. Yes, the biggest takeaway from this whole play was when obviously Spezza scored, and the the puck was kicked in with his skate kicked. It was kicked. Absolutely I mean, kicked. The, there's no way around it. It was very. It seemed very blatant. And the the re, the review was. Uh, very short. Oh yeah, they they went in for maybe ten seconds, came back out, said the goal stands immediately. I and look, if somebody can can please try to describe to me what a kick is, because I thought for my twenty seven years on this earth that I knew what a kick was. You know, it's a pretty basic yeah. thing, uh, kicking something. Uh, so when you kick a puck into a net, it is no goal because you are not allowed to kick yeah. a puck into a net. Because that's not how hockey works. You have to use a stick. So spe- correct. Spezza <laughs> that's what kicks. You do. Spezza kicks the puck into the net, and that. Who does Spezza play for? Toronto. Toronto. And who do the refs call for reviews to get their call <laughs> right? Toronto. Toronto. Yes. Coincidence? I think not. I, I at this point, I'm on the conspiracy bandwagon here. I. It just seems it was so obvious and. And during the broadcast, uh, Jody Shelley, he was mentioning how like maybe the NHL had they had switched up the rules to where like if it is like knocked in with a skate, that's different from like actually a player kicking it in with a skate. But to my recollection, it didn't matter if it went in off a skate. It was always a DKM, right? Like no, that's just kind of what it was. Oh, uh, was it always like that? For the most part, like every at least every every review that has. The jackets have had with the DKM has never gone their way, right? Like it's always been like it could it, it could have been the most like non obvious kick, and we would have the goal would be reversed for the jackets. It's so. so blatant too. It was a blatant, distinctive kicking motion. His skate almost even came off the ice. He tried to kick it so hard. Yeah. Now, having said that, Barube absolutely should have stopped that puck. That went five hole on Barube off yeah. a slow kick. Whatever he stopped all he stopped all these Austin Matthews shots everything like that all these phenomenal shots from the 
from the Leafs. He stopped all those, but then he gets yeah. one kicked un- and it was five hole. I just don't think the league knows what they're doing one hundred percent with the with the distant kicking. It's motion. like the NFL it's like, in a catch. Yeah. Like we don't know what a catch is. Yeah. The NFL doesn't know what a catch is. We don't know what goalie interference is anymore either. We don't. We also now do not know what a kick is. We don't. Like is at the same time, like you don't know. You're not in the head of the player. You don't know if it's on purpose or if it's not on purpose. So I think, to me, it has to be a black and white issue. If it goes in off a skate, then to me, no goal. Yeah, I could not agree more. Because you just, you just don't know. You don't know if the player... Uh, you, don't know, you don't know if the player kind of knows if what's if happening. If they're standing there and it like goes off their skate, I mean... But that's mm. the thing. Like it's, a, it's, it's so... You just don't know which way it could potentially go. And like you don't know... You're not in the player's head. You don't know if they're like kind of... Maybe kind of do it on purpose, but it doesn't look like it's on purpose. So to me, if it goes off a skate, distinct kicking motion. Yeah, I. But that, that was Spezza's was so obvious. That was such an obvious, clear call. The the fans, man, the fans, yeah. the entire rest of the game, let them have it. And the sweet, that sweet, sweet revenge with that line A shot in overtime. Oh yeah, good God, <laughs> man, that oh, was. Yeah. Thing of beauty. I don't think I've, I mean, I've never, besides being like at the Tampa, at the game four of the Tampa series when they swept Tampa, I don't think that I've been to a more satisfying ending to a game in Nationwide Arena than that one. Against Toronto, if I would have been at when Felino scored in 2014 yeah. against the <laughs> Penguins, well, that, I mean, that's, that probably that's been, on another level. That's up there, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. But yeah, against Toronto, when you were try- clearly trying to get fucked by these refs, Toronto is doing everything they possibly can, getting all the penalties, everything. They're getting everything going their way, trying to get the ice. Even old, uh, forgot to mention Zach Rowinski getting an elbow from uh, Simmons. I don't know. Yeah, Bo's being. Th- yeah, I don't. I didn't see that actually. But, but he Simmons went high with his hit and like literally hit him. In in the face, Simmons is a dirty piece of shit. Anyway, he is a dirty player. He like, always has been. Oh, 100 percent. Even like Warcheck came out there, he was mouthing off the Simmons, but nobody really did anything. I thought for sure Domi would f- track him down and beat his ass, but like D- Simmons went high, and like Warwinski, who is not a vocal guy from the bench, was like yelling at the refs and at, and at Simmons, and he was pissed. And I've never seen Z. Z- I like the fact that he's pretty even kill. It doesn't show a lot of emotion at the times. I think that's good in a hockey player, but I also like the opposite where they do show emotion and they, they want to beat each other's ass. But, um, yeah, Z was pissed. Yeah, I think Warinsky's starting to figure it out. Yeah. But anyway, I hope so. But uh, overall, great game. Uh, Peak, who, you, you know, you just talked about Kyle becoming, you know, a very good defender for this team. Eight block shots last night. Two in a row. I remember eight distinctly. The two he had in a row uh, from the point he took two slap shots uh, to his midsection in yeah. a row, and he kind of just laid there for a minute after that second one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. He, he did. He got right back up though, man. Yeah. I, he he's. I am in it. quickly falling in love with Peak, man. He's uh. He's here to stay. He's doing his thing. Uh, <laughs> Jackets are nine zero and one beyond regulation. Yeah, that's season. unbelievable. Yeah. And that honestly, I mean, it's, well, no, it's not fucking us. We need to go overtime more and win more well, games. Well, yeah, just just go to overtime, put Voracek and Line out there, and it's over. Yeah. Game Dawn. over. Yeah, Boone to win the faceoff. Boone is almost at fifty four percent on faceoffs this year. Remember when we fucking had players that would only be able to be on the ice to win faceoffs? That was Boone they... Jenner last year. That's all Tortorella let him do. That I was know. And Brandon he's Dubinsky fucking when on Panarin the ice was now. Here. Yeah. It's beautiful to see that we're not f- scrambling after a faceoff. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. 
Yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Patrick Line has a he has a, a point in ten straight games, which uh, ties him for the third longest streak in franchise history. Can you guess who has the who holds the record? It's thirteen games, thirteen consecutive oh, games. I know. Is it Ryan Johansson? It is Ryan Johansson. Is it fourteen? Thirteen games. Oh, thirteen. Shit. Who is second with twelve games? Panarin. Ryan Johansson. Consecutive points, uh, twelve games. Panarin. Panarin. You say Ryan Johansson or Cam Atkinson? Cam Atkinson. Wow. Okay. Yes. I know Ryan Johansson's on that list twice. Was that the year he tied Rick Nash's record? Probably. Yeah, I'd imagine so, but I don't have the year on that. Um, so yeah, then Patrick Line. Johansson again with a 10-game streak. And then who's the final Blue Jacket who had a 10-game point streak? Rick Nash. R.J. Umberger. R.J. Umberger. You're an idiot, Kyle. (laughs) You looked all that up. You absolutely (laughs) didn't. With what? Earlier today. That's how you know all that. Maybe I had just (laughs) seen it, or maybe I just Um, know. I would have thought that Rick Nash would be in that, but he also played in some very shitty years in this franchise. Yeah, he sure did. Didn't have a lot of supporting cast around him. That's um, why we're retiring his number, because of the misery we put him through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, line A, 12 goals, 8 assists, 20 points in the past 10 games, 5 multi-goal games as well. 5 multi-goal games? That's insane. Yeah, and a hat trick in there with it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this man is... Uh, this is what we knew he was. That's that's the thing. It's like it's it's not surprising, and we know it can be sustained because he's done it before in Winnipeg. This, I mean, this guy is twenty four fucking years old and has nine hat tricks in his career. Yeah, that is impressive. Uh-huh. That's that's more than most guys get in their entire twelve, thirteen year careers. Yeah, uh, that's I. We know. We know we want to pay line A. We know it's it's going to happen. If they do not pay this man, if they trade him or let him walk. We're ending the podcast. I mean, I just <laughs> we're, don't. We're done. I just, the I, artillery at that is point, over. I can truly not understand what the direction. I can see the direction of this team right now. I can see mm-hmm. where they're going. They're getting, they have really young centers coming up that are bolstering. They've got our best center is our captain. Uh, he literally has a C on his chest for center. Also, captain, um, dude's leading the goal, leading the league, and leading the team in goals. Sillinger looks amazing. Kent Johnson's coming up. Roslovic has not been great, but you know he he's there. Line A is absolutely that guy. He is that guy that you put guys around to make your team offensively better. Now it just needs to be defense. The the, the defense needs bolstered. Uh, from the third pairing, I think we have a first pairing down right now. But oh, for sure. And goaltending, goaltending is a huge question mark. Elvis has had a shitty year. Corpy's had a shitty year. They now both have. There's no. There's no way around that. They, they both they had have. really they bad have. years so far to this yeah. point. Tarasov has had a great year. Just dropped before we started recording the podcast, and now he's out for the season. Yeah, Tarasov is with a hip injury. Also, uh, Corpy to the IR while we're talking about it. Corpy's to the IR. Elvis yeah. is traveling with the team to Florida. It's a positive sign. Uh, so maybe he'll play, yeah. but maybe it's positive. He has looked like absolute shit to this point. He's had good games. He has one shutout. He's had good games. If you look at the beginning of the season, uh, his save percentage in the first like 10 games was 9-6, 9-5, 9-3, 9-6, 9-4. 
It was great. And then all of a sudden it's eight, 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 yeah. nine, nine, one, eight, 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 seven. He hit a seventy seven percent save percentage in one of these games. Like yeah. he has completely fallen off at this point. I don't has he been dealing with an injury this whole time and just now he's had to go out for it? Like I, I it, it doesn't make any sense. that we thought we had we thought that the goaltending position for this team was the most answered question that we had. Mm-hmm. With Elvis being the face of the franchise. He's got his new contract. He's on the fucking building. All of this. He's he's the guy. And he has done nothing but shit his shit the bed. I think he still is. I mean he still is. Still it's just is what? The 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 guy. The guy. He's still yeah. the guy. And I think he's played well. I d I can't say he's played like shit this year. He, I, d- I don't think so. The but numbers disagree with you though. I I feel like he's had games where he's been god awful and I feel like a lot of those games we can visually see that the defense was absolute trash in front of him. I mean, yeah, some of those games we're talking about Florida, we're talking about you know the Calgary uh, games, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say he's been as bad as what you're saying there. I think so. Well, how many he has? How many wins this year? Let's double check. What is he like? Seventeen and fifteen, maybe. He's eighteen and thirteen. Okay, eighteen, thirteen, and one. So yeah, his goals against average. Is sitting at three point four two. That's not good. That's very bad. That's not Great. good. Save percentage is point nine oh three. Bad. That's not, uh, no. It's not good. It's not. Great. That is not good. That is below average. Uh, but eighteen not. and thirteen and one. I mean, the record's solid. But the record is there because the goals against definitely we're scoring support. so many goals offensively. We're just outscoring other teams right now. It's not because of the goaltending. We're not winning one to nothing games or but two I to think, one games. I think that goals against average to me is a little inflated because we have lost nine to two. We've lost eight to zero. Like we've and and that's that's a product of not just Elvis. That's a product of the whole damn team sucking during those games. So I think it's a little inflated. But at what I point do, do we do Elvis, we start putting blame on the goaltender, not just blaming the defense no, not, for fucking everything? I'm not blaming the defense for everything. There are obviously goals that should be prevented, but if you lose 8-0, to zero, you're not going to win a game no matter what. So I think there's there's blame to be passed around for everybody in terms of Elvis's performance, in terms, I don't know, there's... The defense, if the defense breaks down in front of you, you as a goaltender, you can't stop fucking everything. And I think I think the numbers are a little inflated because of that this season. Um, I I think ba- this year compared to other years that he's played, it's it's he's letting in those goals he shouldn't be letting in. There's goals that are just going right through him. I mean, there's times where he looks like straight up fucking Swiss cheese out there. It's and it it, it's confu- It doesn't make any sense because we we've seen what he can do and he's not doing it. There are times. Yeah, I agree. And we've also seen what he can do with a very good defense in front of him, and that's also that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I say this to say to compare it to Bobrovsky. When Bobrovsky was with us, he won two Veznas, and he had three defensive pairings that were incredible in front of him. Elvis hasn't had that, right? He hasn't had that, and then we saw what Bob did in his first year or two in Florida with no defense. <laughs> like he just gave up everything. And he was giving up. He was Bob was being pulled every other game. So I think I think there's things yeah, corresponding with each other. Again. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's not going to win. It's just Sturkin's winning but it this year. But I think there are certain things that correspond to it. And this is obviously a rebuild. The defense. We all know the defense has not fully been here this year, and that can affect your goaltending. But at the same time, yes, the goaltending there are there is has not been as good as what it should be um, from Elvis or Corby this year. I do agree there. Um, but I don't fully blame that that plus three um, uh, goals against average on Elvis alone. I think there's a little bit of inflation there. 
I oh, think yeah. it's a team I, game. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I want to point out something that Kyle said earlier. I think there's obviously been a lot of talk with Line A, and there will be a lot of talk in the future. But Kyle said something that I think kind of glossed by where he said, "What did you say? You said you won't see. We don't know the direction of the team, or what did you say? If if we trade Line A, like what is the direction? Where of this are we team? going at that? Exactly. Point. I think ever since the Jackets have started, the Blue Jackets have asked the fans almost." every other year or every three or four years to reset expectations. We've never had a chance to like really get excited and get into what's happening, and we've had to reset our expectations every single year. And if they trade line A or something happens and we're asked to reset our expectations again, <laughs> this fan base is going this fan base is going to revolt. It's going to be it's going to be horrible. Like the what is the, truly what is the direction of this team because we can visually see it. We see something happening right now and we have said that so many times since we've started. We've had to reset that expectation so many times. And truly, yes, if we trade him, this like it's it will be shocking. Rudderless, dude. It, yeah. it, that's what it would turn into. And it's not happening. I am it is not. I am willing to put my entire reputation and all of my credibility on on line A being here long term. Honestly, I'm, me too. I'm willing to put every bit of it, all of my reputation on that. What reputation there, do you have? Whatever reputation it is, I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. Just that uh, desk no, in the dude, warehouse. Listen, he's not going anywhere. If you're re- if we are doing a rebuild or re a restructure, whatever the fuck Yarmo's been calling it. It's to me. I've mean, I've already said it many times on this on this podcast. Line A is the guy you build it around. It's 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 black and white. You have to build it around Patrick Line. Hundred percent. We're seeing what he's doing. It, it did it take him a year and a half to get assimilated here in Columbus? Yes. Is it is that longer than what I expected? For sure. And you know, are there reasons behind his slow start this year? Absolutely, and if you are a Blue Jackets fan, you know that he was hurt for eight weeks. His father passed away; like he was out. He's only played in what thirty-one games this year. So, and he, and we're seeing now him coming into a groove. And this, we're seeing what we we all expected Patrick Line to be. What well, we saw, what he was in Winnipeg, and Pat or Yarmo Kekalainen is not that stupid. We have we have the guy. We have the guy that we've been wanting since. Yeah, Red we're preaching left. to the choir at this point. And Yarmo, we trust. We've been saying it for years. Yeah. This man knows what he's doing. Yarmo is one of the best GMs in the league. And I will take that to the grave. He is. I will make my decision on that after the rebuild. If the rebuild. We've seen it for the last well, seven the, years, though, what this man has done. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think my favorite, one of my favorite things is watching that Toronto Maple Leafs uh, Amazon Prime doc. I don't know if you guys saw that, but. Listening to the Toronto GM after he got off the phone with uh, Yarmo when he was trying to get Felino or something. I don't remember what. Yeah. There was some reason. I think it was the Felino trade, but literally when he hung up and he was like talking about how his conversation went with Yarmo, it's just like literally like he's the one off in the league, I feel like. And it's because he's so on point, knows what he's doing. Like it is like he's everyone no in the league knows he's Yarmo. A, he's it was a just James Bond villain. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it was so funny listening to how he talked about. It. He's like, yeah, I just got off the phone with Yarmo. Like it was, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I don't. I would never want him to be my, to be my dad. Like he would scare. <laughs> oh, he yeah. would scare the living shit out of me. Yarmo Kekalainen. I mean, his but, house though. I would not mind. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah that. I would not mind that. But yeah, if if you are a Blue Jackets fan, like I will put my reputation. I will. I will. I will streak around Nationwide Arena. If Line A gets traded, that's yeah, you how won't, confident. You won't even get an ass pat. Oh my! Well, that's happening. Gosh. But 
for no, Honestly, kind of Line no is not going string. anywhere. He's Line is a guy it. you build the team around, and the, we we can settle that. He will get paid. So everyone's tweets out there saying, "Pay Line. He's going to get paid." There's no, there's no issue. <laughs> Whether about it be that. by us or another team, well, no, by the Columbus Blue Jackets, he will be paid handsomely for sure. That's, I mean, I yes, and he should be. But the thing is, man, like at this point, I mean, he has to make more than Warinsky, right? Probably will. We talked about it last episode. Yeah, yeah we did. He, I mean, he if he keeps performing the way he's doing, he is also an RFA. So we, you know, we're we're gonna probably have him for next year. So. If he if he keeps up the numbers, yeah, thirty five points in thirty one. He's gonna have to be paid. Is that what it is? Z. Yeah, thirty five points in thirty one so. games. Yeah, so I, I put out a poll. I will move on here on the uh, artillery Twitter page. Um, so Patrick Line has played in thirty one games. Boone Jenner has played in fifty. Um, so my poll was: Who will lead the team in points at the at the conclusion of the season? And so, Patrick Laine, 31 games played, 35 points. Boone Jenner, 50 games played, 40 points. Jacob Voracek, um, 35 points in, um, I think, just about as many games as Boone. But the fans spoke, and they said 62, 62% of the fifth line said that Patrick Laine would take over Boone Jenner, and he would he would lead the the team in points at the end of the season. 19% went to Boone, 11 went to Borchek, and 8% went to Bjorkstrand. So Bjorkstrand is a minus 27 this season. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually. He's That's got funny. a lot of points. A lot of points. Kind of well, uh, uh, he's got a decent amount of points. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. Next, the next lowest, like, plus-minus rating is minus 17 from Cole Sillinger. Yeah, so... And Chinnikov. Uh, but I, minus... That's a lot. 27? That's a lot. That's something that is concerning, and that's something that should be obviously looked at. Uh, minus 27. I, I, I mean, I like, I, obviously, we all love Bjorky. Bjorky does a good job offensively. He, you know, he scores goals. He has an incredible puck handling ability, but minus 27, that's not a good look for old Bjorky. But, uh, yeah, and he's, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe, I don't even know how to explain that because there's nobody else even close to him yeah. when it comes to that. It just doesn't. But I yeah. don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe well, he's not getting off the ice fast enough on a line change. <laughs> I mean. Maybe. Um, but going back to the poll really quick. So we're talking about a guy that missed half the season at the at the beginning of the year. Coming up on Boone Jenner, who's leading the team. Uh, Patrick, I mean, do you guys think that Line A will overtake Boone in goals specifically? In points. Oh yeah, both. Yeah. I mean, it could be definitely be both because I mean, I mean, goals specifically. Yes, I don't know about points because he only has seventeen who? assists. Line A. He's got five less points than Jenner right now. Yeah, total. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. So and then, he's yeah, played probably. 20 less games. So, then, yeah. <laughs> like, so 100% yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, I yeah. would think I was thinking of assists. So, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, everybody's the 62% of you that said Line A will end up leading the team in points. I would agree with that statement, I think, uh, which is incredible. That just goes to show pay the, pay the man. Pay the man. Um, but, yeah, anyways. We'll beat a dead horse at this point. We are. We uh, so let's talk about the standings really quick. Um, still a lot of work to do if we're, if, you know, in in Columbus. We're we're not we're not there. If you're thinking about playoffs, anyways. Uh, so we're we're looking at the wild card. Obviously, Washington is uh, leading the wild card race with 65 points. Boston has 62. 
the Columbus Blue Jackets just overtook Detroit last night. Um, they currently have 53 points. They are the first team out of the wild card. And Detroit is currently losing to the Avalanche 2 So there you go. you love to see that. So um, Jackets nine points out of a wild card spot. But, you know, we were talking about for the podcast, how many points have they closed in? In the past, like couple weeks, they yeah. Were- in the last what three weeks, uh, they've cut the the difference, the gap between them and the last wild card spot in half. So it was like seventeen. It was seven. We were down seventeen points. Yeah. About three weeks ago, now we're at what nine. Yeah, we just need to keep the distance between the Islanders. <laughs> like that last, like there is truly like a three and Detroit. Yeah. Well, I'm saying there's like a three part difference in the standings in the east like there's the top teams the middle which is the jackets in detroit and then the rest yeah like there's such a difference in those three right now yeah it's it's weird nine points and then montreal is on their own (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're in their own little world for sure uh minus 80 (laughs) yeah that's insane christ i mean um hey but uh, if the blackhawks can keep losing too that'd be great because we get their pick right yeah so I'm all oh, here for that. True. Like they could just keep on uh, keep on losing. I am okay with that. Right now they are 25th in the league, uh, 18, 26, and eight, 44 Let's points. Go, baby, keep losing. Yeah, but if they get that top, if they get a top three pick, they get that pick this season. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's so, a lottery. It's right. a it's a protected cool. top three protected pick. So all right, so we'll see what they do. They got yeah. It just um, depends on the lottery. But yeah, not hey, here's the thing: nine points out. Look and. Nine points is a it's lot gonna be, of points. It's going to be – we're going to kind of fuck ourselves in the draft this year. I can already see it. They're going to they're they're gonna barely miss the playoffs this season and get, like, the top the top draft spot that didn't make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Or, like, the lowest draft spot that didn't make the playoffs, like 16th or whatever. I Or 15th. I It's – in typical Columbus Blue Jackets fashion, they're going to make a run – Fuck their draft stock or their draft position and yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, so there's still 32 games left. Nine points is a lot of points to still, you know, come up to a playoff spot. Um, listen, we're, we we weren't supposed to do this. We we weren't supposed to be at this point in a rebuild, and there's still a lot of season left. So there a lot can still happen, but I'm I. It's a lot of promise. I like what I see so far out of this very young team. Again, Kyle, the youngest team in the league. Yes, that's correct. Uh, year after year. God damn um, it. Patrick Line finally coming into his own. Um, Boone Jenner having a career season. Well, I don't want to call it a career season yet because he's had. At the moment, he is. He had like well, 31 yeah. goals like mm, oh, many Long, years like, ago. Yeah, yeah eight, eight, seven, um, or seven years we're ago. We're seeing the emergence of guys like Peak and guys like. Uh, you know, Kuk and Chinnikov. Boquist. Boquist. Um, uh, yeah, Boquist like, looks really good. Gavrikov, Sillinger, Chinnikov is coming out. Um, Brendan Gauntz, I looked good last night. Hell, I mean, even, like, not the emergence of him, but to see him coming off an injury season, Nyquist, man. Nyquist has been, I think, one of our most reliable players this year. The guy's all over the place. Oh, so. Nyquist is so good. Yeah, best um, free agent signing in the history of the franchise. So if, if we don't make the playoffs this year, I don't want people to be dejected because we weren't supposed to be at this point. Granted, at the beginning of the season, I did say we're going to be better than what everyone says we're going to be, and I did say that. Uh, but I will say that, you know, that we're not we're not supposed to make the playoffs. So if we, if we do miss the playoffs, obviously we, I think we will. Don't hate on it. Just 
you know, yeah. be happy that we were this good in a rebuild season. Um, anyways, let's get social. I think we got some questions. Do we? Let's get social. I think we do, bud. Are we done already? Let's We're get at social. 52 minutes. We'll ask a couple questions. I, a lot of these questions We're are already just at 52 minutes. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Jesus. We've been well. Some of that's the ad read. And Kyle, you want to go stuff, off? But yeah, I will. Let's oh just dear. get it. Let's just get into it. Here. Oh dear, here he goes. Let's, let, let's just yeah. Let's just, Kyle <laughs> take the take the floor. Take um, the stage. I'm just gonna pick and choose questions yeah, yeah. here. I'm Looks not right. gonna go on the list because some of these are just really bad. <laughs> okay. Um. From Tyler Scott at Tyler underscore Scott, uh, friend of the pod. Well, a little boomer. I think. How many hockey sticks would you let Line A put up your butt? <laughs> That's me. Um, as many as he could. <laughs> as many <laughs> hockey sticks as it takes to get paid. For him to get paid. Yes. Jeez. Okay. Next question. Six. 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 Uh, ooh. From Jake at Cahill underscore forty two, uh, friend of the pod, I believe. I don't. I've never met Jake though. Uh, what was your very first memory of the goat, the legend, the father of Columbus hockey, Rick Nash? The father of Columbus hockey. Um, I don't know about my very first memory, but I have memories with old Ricky. Can I call him Ricky? Sure, sure. I don't um, care. It's not very like BFF. So yeah, no, we are. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, yeah. we've we've uh, we've touched butts before. Um. I would say my greatest memory, not my first memory, but my greatest memory is his little coast-to-coast goal versus the Coyotes. Obviously, that's one that is uh, very memorable. Uh, but i say my all-time favorite memory is I was in junior high, and I saw him walking in Easton, and I looked at my aunt, who I was with. I said, holy crap, that's Rick Nash. And she turns around and hunts him down and says, my nephew loves you. And he also named his dog Nash, and that was embarrassing. I you see so many players in the wild. I do. It's interesting. I don't know why. I, I'm it's not even crazy. I'm not hunting them out. I just see them. I don't believe you. I, yeah, I don't believe I, that either. I don't hunt people, or I don't stalk them. I just find that they just find me. He has air tags attached to every <laughs> single player. Well, air tags wasn't a thing when I was in <laughs> junior high. That's so, fair. Yeah. Now but, you do. Either way. Uh yeah my my first uh, I guess my favorite I don't know my first memory of Rick Nash I couldn't tell you yeah because when I was first going to games I probably didn't even know who Rick Nash was kind of how I was like I I, like, I didn't really understand what I was watching yeah Same. I was younger like I right. hockey was new to Columbus and I was yeah. new, I was new to hockey yeah um I was born in 1997. Wow. So Wow. Look at you. Nobody asked. I, I, I was just saying I'm just, how I'm I also... Just I'm just going to fucking walk out, Kyle. He's been mean to me all day. I and every been. single episode, they're what mean the to me. What the fuck is up, Kyle? I'm just fucking with what you. What the I fuck to... is up, Kyle? Uh, my favorite memory is uh, a couple years ago, we were standing around by the can. I'm pretty drunk. Uh, Rick Nash did an interview with uh, Bill Davich <laughs> yeah, and, and Brian Giesenschlag. Yeah. And uh, he walked by, and I shook his hand, and... <laughs> What'd Let you me do tell you that? what I did with that hand What'd later you do that with night. that hand after? Did not wash it. Yucky. <laughs> do you have a mem over there, Tyler? I don't think I have a first memory, but I think my favorite two memories are either his goal against Arizona, because I remember watching that live, or when I met him at the zoo and he signed a little picture for me when I was a, a wee little eight-year-old lad or nine, Aww, ten, whatever. That's cute. I don't know. That's cute. 
Yeah, it was one of those, you know, the, the Blue Jackets used to go to the zoo before every uh, yeah, well, season. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We went to a lot of those. Nathan Horton loves our zoo. Yeah. <laughs> he also <laughs> doesn't know much about playing for us. But, no, you know. he doesn't. Uh, fun fact, though, about after I saw Rick Nash at Easton, um, the day after I went to the game and there was a jersey, there was they were signing, like, after the game, they used to have, like, Players would set up at tables, uh, and yeah. you, you yeah, would, like, they, sign, would, they would sign for you. Yeah, yes. they did that as recently as like two years ago. So. Do they still do that? They did it like two years nah, ago. Or but like no. they stopped doing it because of COVID. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll go with that. And uh, I think COVID yeah, I ruined think everything. So. so I I took my Rick Nash jerseys to get signed by him. I got, I was like one of the last people in line because I gave you a certain amount of tickets, and I went up, I laid down the table, and he was like, "Oh, you're the kid from the mall the other day," and I <laughs> no way pop the chub. Oh yeah, immediately, yeah. Right away. Oh, he and remembers then I got me. that jersey frame from Hobby Lobby. It cost me $300 to get it Jesus. framed. Yeah. That was worth it. It was worth mm. it. I still have it to this day. Amazing. Yep. Uh next question from A Fiddler, uh parentheses quiet ball champ, front of the pod. Uh Warren, have you ever seen Mothman? Warren. Warren? Okay, I don't think he has. All right. Uh, <laughs> next question from Zach at let's, Boone. Let's preface. Let's let's Mothman warns from Gallipolis. Gallipolis is right across the river from where Mothman lived. Sure. So that's. Yeah. I think that's why he was asking the question. Oh yeah, that's exactly why he was asking the question. Yeah, but Warren's not sure. here, so I thought it'd be funny. He's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Point Pleasant is where Mothman's from. Uh, There's a statue. Here? There's a statue yeah. of huh. Mothman, not Warren. Also Warren. <laughs> Yes. What the fuck are we talking about? Mothman. Stop yelling at me. By the way, speaking of like weird horror movies, I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's trending on Netflix. It was made in 2022. And there's a there's a It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. There's a new Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. No it's way. like trending like top 3 on Netflix. Unpopular opinion real quick on yeah. horror movies. If you are somebody who sits around and watches back to back to back to back like gory horror movies Careful and enjoys what you say it, here. <laughs> you are a psychopath. Hey, hey! Like that is that is weird. I genuinely behavior. do that. So who enjoys watching other people get chopped up? That's well, I don't. Weird. Th- I wouldn't say that. The what Saw it's movies. For. Oh, dude! Are, the Saw movies are the best. Right, not the best. <laughs> they're no, they're they, they. The first of all, the first Saw movie has some of the, the best s- storytelling you will ever see. No, including two and three. No, and then from there it's just absolutely. It's just fun. about people getting. No, random. that's actually if you wa- if you the truly final watch destination movies. It's very some of the worst movies I've ever seen. If you truly watch the first three Saw movies, it is so much more. I won't watch that. Everything very, after that is just fun and games. I would say right. the Saw movies are very mental, psychological shit. Yeah, I get it. I understand what it's about. I know. Yeah. I, the first one is probably one of the most mind blowing, just plots in. That I can remember in a long time. I don't think I've. I don't think I've been that shocked at in open at any story in. Sen- you gotta stop me talking right now. But <laughs> <laughs> there's never there hasn't uh, been a movie since Saul One that you've watched where you were not ready for the plot twist and it caught you off guard. Really? I don't. Th- I think I was. Mo- it was no. I. I wouldn't say I was. I don't think I was as surprised. I think I was more just like that was insane. Oh, that's fair. All right. I'll, last thing here: if you have, if you are a person that owns the uh, any of the Final Destination movies on DVD, like you own them, straight to jail. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't straight to jail. Who? Thank God. Who does that? Well, I haven't bought a DVD in probably ten years, but yeah. God. Um, Blu-rays. Right. 
No. I collect Blu-rays, so I kind of... I don't have a player for anything. Yeah, you do. You have a PlayStation 4 hooked up to the TV in your living room. I always forget about that. Uh, But I will say this, that don't watch the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie on Netflix. It is absolutely terrible. The acting is awful. It looks kind of fun. It's very gory, but like I laughed multiple times at scenes that were not supposed to be laughed at. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah, so... All right, next question from Zach at Boone at Bulls, friend of the pod. Will Kent Johnson play center or on the wing? That's a good question. Uh, He is a a center, but he's playing wing in Michigan at Michigan right now, I believe. Um, It just depends on the needs of the team. He's going back and forth. Is he going back and forth? Yeah, I've been watching a couple games. Big Michigan guy over here. Yeah, it it does depend on the need of the team, I would say, but I, I, I hate how we take away players in their actual position. Like, we did that with Boone for a while. Um, Texier, obviously, we did that with him as well. And I don't want to do that with Kent Johnson. I feel like, you know, if Kent Johnson, if that's his if that's his thing, if he's, a, if he's a bona fide center, to me, develop the kid at center because we need that. I think that that's what the team needs is that, right? Like, am I wrong? Uh, you know, right now, I don't know that we are hurting at center right now. I we do. don't have, I mean, we yes, we do need it still. We still need it. We I have, think we need it. We have, like, uh, who, can you name other players besides the four that are playing center right now that are going to be, like, great in the next four years? Uh, I can look at the roster and probably, need, yeah. Um, like, coming up? Yeah, let me just look at the roster really quick. If you'll just fill some space here while I look at this. <laughs> Dead air. I, I like Kent Johnson. Uh, he is great. I think it's fair to say we need more centers in development. Yeah, okay, that's fair. We do. Texier plays wing. He's been hurt, but he's a center. I think he'll end up being a very, very good center uh, with just what we've seen from him this season. Roslovic, obviously struggling this year. Struggling. But I think he's For a fourth-line guy, I'm okay with Roslovic. I just had a lot more higher expectation. Well, he of basically, him this I mean, season. he almost led the team in points last year. Exactly. So I, exact, uh, yeah, I had a lot more expectation. Yeah, Stenland is a bust at this point. Um, Sillinger, he's Sillinger. Think yes. forty-seven games played. If next season points, I if mean, next year it's Boone Jenner, Cole Sillinger, and Kent Johnson, like whatever, and Texier, and Texier, and you if Roslovic is you still can here, shuffle them up in whatever order you want on whatever line. I'm cool with that. I want to see the emergence of a Kent Johnson as a center. I don't want us to mold him into something he's not. Granted, if he is playing in Michigan on the wing sometimes, that's cool. But I feel like he is a center, and I want a center. I want I want down the middle is very important in the NHL. We all know that, and I want us to uh, be strong going forward it's coming it's it is it is coming we it's it looks the future looks bright it's coming it's coming it's it's coming down the middle um next question from uk blue jackets at uk blue jackets friend of the pod not Uh, university of kentucky to be not to be united kingdom united kingdom getting bjs over the pond across the pond uh, do you fancy? G- I don't like the way you just made. I don't like that noise you just yeah, made. That was gross. Mm. That. Uh, he asks, "Do you fancy going on a road trip to L.A. in April when the Jackets play the Kings and Ducks?" Well, let's just go ahead and say this. Obviously, you don't know dem- uh, geographically where we are. That would not be a road trip. That would be a flight. Yeah, sure. Um, he does know geographically where we are. He knows we live in Columbus. Okay. Well, Columbus to L.A. Not driving that. 
It's a five-hour flight, but we I'll, could drive I'll, that. Why would you want to drive that? It's a long drive. Of course it is, but it's, it's a road trip. We would have, have to take, we'd have to take like a like, six-day road trip. We, take, yeah, we, we would have to take eh. off like two weeks. It's like four, like maybe four. <laughs> if you're fucking not stopping, probably. Yeah, kind of. I mean, eh. I've made it in hey, three Siri, before. Take me to L.A. I mean, I've I've made that drive like four or five times. Yeah, already, you so I can just never been so Vegas. Uh, it's you can do it quickly, but maybe it says I one would, day, seven hours, if without stopping. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. It's like a three or four day trip if you do it right. I would rather go to Vegas. I think. Nah. Meh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Vegas is cool. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm down for it. I mean. Probably not. We'd have to. I would take a, like a whole week off for that. Absolutely, we'd yeah. have to. Like a whole week off. Of work Artillery for goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> I like it. I was supposed <laughs> to go to LA in like January, or February. Didn't happen. So honestly, I'm all for it. Yeah, all right. I'll talk. To hey. I'll talk to High Bank. See if they'll sponsor it. Oh, oh my god, that's a good eye. <laughs> Artillery it, goes. All right, to UK Blue Jackets. Jackets. <laughs> it's a maybe. It's a maybe. <laughs> That'd be fun. We could like podcast like. That would be incredible. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. <gasps> Tell them. Tell them. We'll make a like a, a full right commercial now. for them. I'll make a full commercial for them if they pay for that entire. Okay. Thing. Anybody have like a weird creeper van we could take on the way? Yes, out in the warehouse. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> sold. I'll just borrow it for the week. Fuck yeah! All right, we'll, we'll wrap it. We'll Great. Like, we'll put like artillery. We'll goes wrap to it. Yes, yeah. or, or Los Angeles. Artillery goes to L.A. The the gang goes to L.A. <laughs> the gang goes to L.A. Unbelievable. Uh, next question. Next question from Justin Markley at Low Boomer Jet, front of the pod. Uh, what is a kicking motion? <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows but it's prerogative. Per, per, prerogative. No. Uh, provocative. Provocative. There, there, there it is. You got Keeps got the it. people going. Keeps people going. <laughs> I couldn't find the word. but uh, I got, Next question from it. Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent, front of the pod. Who is going to the Boston game? We all are. You're going? I'm going. Fuck yeah. When's Go- that? March, March 5th, 5th, dude. What, are you serious? Oh, yeah, I'm going. I'll we are there. all going. We don't we'll know about Warren. There. Is Warren going? I don't know, but I'll be there. Are we all going separately? Are well, he's. I have Jordan and I are going together. Oh, nice. Uh, via Lil Boomer. Uh, oh. We're sitting Aww. next to him. So, yeah. I love Lil Boomer. I got, he offered me those tickets. He said, I have two tickets for whatever game you want to go to. He, off, he offered me that in the preseason. Yeah. Wow. And I said, Boston, March 5th, <laughs> Felino's coming home. And, and little then, did you know. And then, like two months later, they announced their jersey retirement that night. I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> what Nailed a saint, it. little boomer is. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you were saying that they expect fans to be in se- butts in seats. Yeah, by when? butts in seats by five thirty is what everybody everybody in the organization is saying. It's a seven o'clock drop. That's insane. They want butts in seats at, at five thirty for all the for the ceremonies. So. They're about to play seven videos. An hour and a half of ceremony. I would say butts and seats by five thirty. Ceremony at six. That's my guess. That's what I was thinking too. Why butts and seats at five thirty? Then I'm not. Gonna, I don't, they sit don't want to sit there for a half an hour. They, just, the they want fans. They want to that file shit in. sold out. Yeah. For the f- they want because it's going to be on TV. It's going to be on NHL. Whatever. Any. Yeah. Blah, blah, they want blah, blah. the fans to file, and this is the first ever retirement we've ever had. Yeah. They want fans there. Like they want fans there. I get that, but I yeah, I think it's butts and seats five thirty. I'm going to say ceremony at six. Six my booty in that seat at five fifteen. Fuck it. I'm gonna be drunk. Tell you that much. I'm be I'm be real drunk. I'm gonna wear me. Uh, I'm gonna wear uh, a Rick Nash onesie. My Chris, Matt Booth, we gonna have a good time. We gonna get real drunk. Real, we have real off of Jesus. You've been watching way too much NASCAR. <laughs> what is that <laughs> accent you're doing? I've been playing a lot of NASCAR. I play NASCAR almost every single day. Honestly, you know I'll still kick your ass. 
I don't think you will now. No, nah, I will. I even Martinsville is like a hard ass turn. Uh, so, Sonoma, Sonoma, bro, I can get Sonoma course. well. All right, well, I'm off tomorrow. Uh, I'm off tomorrow too. I'm coming up. You want to come up literally anytime? <laughs> I'll play NASCAR. Let's go. You. All right. <laughs> Next question. Uh. From Jeremy at Pedal Coffee Puck. Ooh. Uh, do the Jackets offer Patty a deal before the end of the season? Uh, who should they sign before the deadline? Um, I'll just answer the first. I do not believe they will sign him, but they're gonna get an ex they're gonna get a nine year deal out of this guy. I in my I think this this is I am predicting the shit out of this. I have no idea what's gonna happen, but this is just me going off of a feeling. They're going to use the qualifying offer on the RFA that he is going to be at the end of the season. Anybody that try, any other team that tries to offer sheet line A, they're going to match it. It doesn't matter. Line A is going to be here next season, no matter what. Hands down. And then they're going to offer him. So they're going to get an extra year with that RFA season, offer him an eight-year deal. It's going to be nine years total. I think that's the smartest way to go about it. I've thought a lot about this. <laughs> can you quickly explain that to me? So I get UFA RFA, but like he can play with us next year without being signed, but he also can't. Like no, he, there's he a possibility still, it, he can't. It's we a really gotta sign him. It's a qualifying offer. So, so he he already did that, and he can do it again. Correct, because of his age and how many games he's played and how many years he's been in the league. Okay, and then he can sign a whole another contract on top. Of so it. after next season, he will be an unrestricted free agent, which means he can go anywhere, sign as many years as he wants with any team. But at the end of this year, so we have him f- at least for one more for year. A whole after other this. season oh, yeah. after that. Oh, I thought this year. could be his last. No, okay, this right. is his last. Year. Let's this, fuck. No, yeah. yeah, we have him for, for another year. Basically, no matter what, we have him for another season. So I think that's it, that's going to get played Take out. Take it all in, and then he'll be gone will soon. Get signed. Like they haven't even started. I've seen reports they haven't even started talking contract no, yet. Not at all. Both I, sides know that this is going to be an, a drawn out another year season long thing. Yep, I think it'll be. We're going to see a contract mid-next year, maybe. We're going to see another qualifying offer. Well, yeah, that's going to happen for sure. Patrick Laine is going to be a Blue Jacket next year regardless. Right. Like, the deal, Yarmo is going to make that deal. If he doesn't, I hate Yarmo. Um, they may get, they may offer him long-term at the end of the season. Who knows? They could do that, too. They could be like, hey, man, like, here's also a long-term deal. Like, you want this. And they could do that as well, but... Regardless, he's going to be a Blue Jacket next season. I don't even remember what the, what was the question. Uh, will they offer before the end of the season? No, I don't think so. I think it's. Uh, I don't either. Yeah. Next question. But he's going to get paid. So all the pay line at people. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, it's it's so much easier to spend other people's money, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> From Brian Murphy at Brian Murphy four five seven is Nyquist trade bait? If so, what would CBJ expect in return? No, I don't think I I genu- I genuinely think he's not. I think that why would you trade him? Because listen, we are in a Why would you trade anybody? We are building. Right. And you want you want solid vets around young guys, Got right? Got tons of them right now. Uh, Nyquist is expendable. He's not. Uh, what veterans do we have around well, I guess right Boone now? Boone and Warinsky is a veteran. Great, we have two. Gavrikov is <laughs> there. <laughs> no. Gavrikov has only been around for 3 years. I hope he finishes career here. I think he will. Uh, maybe we'll see. But it's so rare for that to no, happen. I hope like, he does. To me, he's not expendable. Like what? What? What do we plan on getting for Nyquist? A fourth round pick? 
Like no, a, you, it'll be like it'd point, be like a Toronto, it'd be like a Felino to, to Toronto deal or a Savard to Tampa deal last year. No. It's going to be him for a late first rounder, and Yarmo's going to flip it. I tell Nyquist you, is not going to be a first rounder. I'm sorry, it's not happening. Felino went for a first round, so did Savard. Of course. What do you mean? No. Look at what happened last season. Of course, Nyquist could go for a first. For a f- shut the fuck up over there, you little bitch ass. No, <laughs> not Of happening. course he could go for a first rounder. Not yes. happening. Nyquist <laughs> is a guy you keep around. I like Nyquist. He's a good... I do not want him to get traded. I think yeah, it'd be terrible. I just listen, think it could he's happen. He's a great veteran presence, and he, we, we're going to need those type of guys in a rebuild or whatever the hell we're doing. I forget. I don't know what Corpy's Yarmo's... a veteran. What is Yarmo calling this? A rebuild, a reload, Who a restructure? I don't Who cares? know. But he's a guy you keep around. He's not a guy you build around. He's a guy you keep around. Nyquist is staying. He's not trade bait. There's no reason to get rid of. There's no reason to get rid of Nyquist. I'm not listening. Okay, cool. Next question uh, from Quid Joe Crow at the status Crow. What is Larson hiding in those head wrinkles? <laughs> Patrick Line's <Lainey's> money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> magic. Yeah, it's just magic in there. It is Patrick Lennon's money. Um, <laughs> we got some good sponsors. Uh, we do. We have some incredible sponsors. Starting off with High Bank Distillery, local distillery right here in Columbus, Ohio, in the Grandview area. They distill their own spirits. We got. We're talking about whiskey. We're talking about gin. We're talking about vodka. We're talking about rum. Award winning. Highbankco.com for more details. Their fantastic food menu. It's a great little date night spot as well. Yeah, you know? great. It's absolutely a great little spot. No uh, drama. <laughs> no drama there because there's alcohol, and that's what alleviates drama. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> In my life, it does. Uh, Highbankco.com for more details. Uh, we also have a coffee sponsor, uh, Can of Powder. Get it from JenningsJava.com. Jennings Java Coffee Guys. Stay caffeinated, boys. Uh, best coffee in the city. Some of the best coffee I've ever had. Um, I drink it every morning. Not even joking, every single morning. Uh, JenningsJava.com. Check out the Cannon Powder and all their other stuff. They got a big menu. Uh, JenningsJava.com. I think we Tyler, also have you got merch. a personalized little note from the coffee boys. I do. Every time I get an order, I get a little note that says how much they love me. Yeah. And I think they will do that for anyone who orders online. So order some Jennings Java because that shit genuinely slaps if you live within their little delivery area they'll bring it to you like same day so i have personally i have seen next day i have seen daniel on his bike on 270 no that's incredible joke not on 270 (laughs) that's dangerous (laughs) that was a joke he does ride he does ride his bike around with a little wagon on the back delivering (laughs) coffee around the city i know that's what i was getting i am not in the vicinity of that delivery (laughs) but i got it next day after ordering online yeah if it's us if it's us they'll drive it out to us that's the difference oh yeah. Well, that's where, you know, they'll do that for anybody. Yeah, they'll do that for yeah. anybody. All right. Uh, yeah, Jennings Java. Uh, can of powder, coffee roast. Love to see it. Little Boomers, thanks for listening to this podcast, episode 203. Sorry if I hurt any feelings, but honestly, I do not care anymore. God doesn't care. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Get uh, over it. We'll see you next week, Little Boomers. Spay and neuter your dramas. Warren? Source? Source?